You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, what's good? Welcome back to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. For our new listeners, remember to please rate us, review us, and follow wherever you find your podcast. It is NFL Draft Day, and we've got a very special guest joining us in a little bit. That would be Mike Wilson, the father of Zach Wilson. We're going to look back at Zach's recruitment. It was filled with twists and turns. He had been committed to Boise State for six months before flipping to BYU right before signing day in 2018, but there was a lot of other schools in contention, a lot of other schools that had been in the mix. That 2018 quarterback class is obviously going to be very prevalent here on this NFL draft. Trevor Lawrence was the number one overall prospect in the 24-7 sports composite in 2018. Signed with Clemson, obviously did great things at the college level. Number two right behind him in those rankings was Justin Fields. He had signed with Georgia, obviously transferred over to Ohio State state. But Zach Wilson, how did he fall through the cracks? How did he end up at BYU? There's a story about a Pac-12 school offering Zach Wilson a refund not to camp with them. There's another story about a Big Ten school canceling an official visit for Zach Wilson right before the family was set to leave for the airport. And a lot more, including how a Utah Utes family was convinced to head down to Provo and take an official visit. And obviously everything worked out well for Zach Wilson. Before we get to that conversation, remember, stay locked in at 247sports.com for all your rankings needs. Get yourself familiar with some of the prospects that you will be hearing about in the NFL draft for the years to come. And right now, you can get all that information, all that VIP scoop with a subscription at 247sports to your favorite team site, half off an annual subscription. Of course, plenty of NFL talk. All right, let's get to it. We've got a very special guest here on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. That would be Mike Wilson, a former linebacker, defensive lineman. You did it all at Utah, Mike, in the early 90s. First of all, thank you so much for joining us. I know it's a busy week for you and the family. Hey, I appreciate you having me on, Blair. Um, love the podcast. Following you for a long time. We, we, we've had our run-ins over the years. Yeah, it seems like we, we've been bumping to each other every weekend for, for the last few years. And we're here to discuss yep. your son, Zach Wilson, who obviously is a high NFL prospect. Just his rise to stardom has been very interesting to follow. For me personally, having seen him as a 16, 17-year-old kid going to camps, going to showcases, going to events. Let's start at the beginning with him. When did you know that you had possibly a, a very special quarterback on your hands? Man, it's kind of hard to say because, you know, as a dad, I think every dad thinks their kid's great, right? So we all kind of have these dad goggles on, kind of guiding us along the way. But I think for Zach, you know, we always thought he was a basketball kid. You know, his whole life growing up, we did some seven-on-sevens. We never really traveled until, I think, uh, going into a senior year when he finally ran into you. But, um, you know, we're, we're a basketball family. We thought that was going to be his ticket. Really good basketball players. Spent a lot of time traveling. And um, I guess I don't think it was until his – I think going into his junior year that summer, he started to get just a lot of love for whatever reason. And they're from smaller schools, right? Like we um, 
we went to the Weber State Camp and, and Zach received his first offer there for basketball. He hadn't had any offers yet. And so we were already getting more attention in football. So I, I think it was probably that summer that I thought he could play at a high level. Of course, as a dad, I think you always think that. But I think that summer is when it really hit in that, hey, he's going to play college football. Yeah, and, and I remember seeing him that summer. I believe was it at the UCLA camp. And I think that was the the first moment where I think I looked at you afterward and I'm like, hey, like you you might have something there. Um, you know, obviously he didn't get the notoriety, I think, nationally that, that guys like Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence did, the former five stars that are also a part of this draft. And, and let's just get this out of the way. Zach Wilson was a three star and and I've been regretting it for a for a couple of years now. No, I'm giving you crap every time I see you about it. But that, you know, we love it. We love the the story. We love that. Um, you know, between Zach and I, we've used your your rating on him as motivation for a long time. It's provided us with great fuel to to continue him to to keep working. So we've really appreciated the three star. So yeah, that well, that's what we do here at 24/7 Sports. We just fuel and we breed uh, three stars to five stars. So he does that camp circuit, right? He's out going and, and throwing in front of coaches and trying to put on a, a show. And 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 for those evaluations in person, it's so key, especially at the quarterback spot where these staffs usually only have one, sometimes two offers to hand out to quarterbacks. Those quarterbacks also commit very early. When you guys were going through the process you initially committed to Boise State I, I don't think a lot of people realize that or, or or know that about Zach they obviously know what he was able to do at BYU and, and kind of you know his his rise to stardom in, in Provo but initially he was headed to play his college ball in Boise yeah you know we were committed to Boise for about six or seven months and um it, it was a difficult decision to to not go there because we were all in in fact I still have some Boise gear laying around my closet. I have a cornhole game in my garage that we've never really used. That's Boise State because we were all in on Boise State. And so, yeah, it, it ended up not working out for, you know, whatever reason. But, you know, going back in Zach's recruiting process, if we go kind of back to the beginning, like I said, we're a basketball family. It was going into his junior year. I hadn't quite met you yet. And we didn't know about any of the recruiting the game, right? When you're supposed to go to camp, seven on sevens, we, we didn't know about any of those things. So we're a basketball family. So I took him, I just happened to take him to a Utah camp that summer, a Weber State camp, and a BYU camp. And so we go to the Utah camp, you know, and they really like him. You know, nothing really happens there. I played at Utah, so I had some ins there, but, you know, not, not a lot of interest. We go to Weber State camp, like a week later, they offer him on the spot, which is great. And that's when I finally realized, hey, Maybe Zach can play at the next level. Then a few weeks later, we went to the BYU camp, and they actually showed a lot of interest there. But the quarterback coach at the time did not really like Zach for whatever reason. It just didn't fit. Coach Kalani Sataki really liked Zach. And this is a funny story I'm going to share with you real quick about Kalani that I've never shared shared this with anybody yet. So, Blair, you're going to kind of get the inside scoop on this one. But at the end of the camp, Zach won the quarterback MVP. And, you know, we're excited. We thought maybe there's a there's, there's a chance that Zach could end up at BYU. And um, I remember after the camp, Kalani talking to us, and he's like, hey, we really like Zach. And he's like, hey, he goes, I've empowered my my offensive coordinator to offer quarterbacks. And I promised him that nobody else on the staff, including myself, would offer any of the quarterbacks. And I'm like, yeah, I respect that. But he goes, I want Zach at BYU. And I said, but you can't offer quarterbacks. And he goes, I believe in Zach so much that I want to bring him on as a safety. And I said, a safety? I was like, you haven't seen him play safety. And he's like, but I know he can do it. And I said, 
I was like, come on, Kalani. I was like, you know, I mean, he's, he's not a safety. I mean, maybe he could do it, but that's not what he's recruiting at. So, you know, we kind of just like just kind of pushed that aside and didn't think, think, you know, just didn't think anything about it and didn't really have much contact with BYU going into his junior year. They came and watched a little bit of his games and, you know, really no interest from any other colleges that, that whole junior season. So then we roll into his uh, the summer after his junior year. And Zach was still a basketball kid because we still thought he was getting recruiting in basketball. We lost the state semifinals his junior year. And I remember, this is the funniest thing ever, but I, I didn't know anything about the Elite 11 or the opening or anything like that. So I just sent a random email off to the Elite 11. I put in his highlight film and they called me back and they're like, hey, we'd love to see Zach. It's like, who is he? Where has he been? You know, his film looks great. We don't know anything about him. And so they ended up inviting him to... Um, to the opening. I believe it was in LA, the first one. It was in March. And we get there. And in the opening, yeah, I'm sure you know this, Blair, but they've got they got 70 quarterbacks there. So they got to cut the groups down and break them into smaller groups. And so I had no idea where Zach was going to land as far as a group goes, but he gets there. And in this group, he has Cameron Cooper's in there, Jack Tuttle's in there, Cameron Rising's in there, St. John Bosco quarterback that went to Iowa State. You remember his name? Real yeah, Mitchell. Real Mitchell. Yeah, Real Mitchell. Yeah. Man, there was, a, there was a bunch of dudes. All the big, you know, Southern California quarterbacks were all in there. And, you know, there's like seven or ten of them. And Zach ended up in this group. And I was like, cool. But the first thing I noticed about it was that Zach by far was the least developed. So at the camp, Zach measured in at 6'3", 176. And everybody else was over 200 pounds, right? And I'm just like, wow, Zach's got a long way to go. So after that opening, I thought he did pretty well. But after that opening, he came to me and he said he really wanted to focus on football. And so this was the first summer since he was in third grade that we didn't travel for basketball. We decided to do the football circuit. So instead, we got him on a big diet in our culture. I grew up in Hawaii. We uh, eat a lot of white rice, but we had him eating tons of white rice to gain weight, lifting and running and doing all the things he could, weight gainers and protein and creatine and all that kind of stuff. And within about three months, about a three-month period, we went back to the opening in Oakland in May. I think it was the yeah. end of May. Yeah, they usually, they usually do the LA one in late February, early March. And then there's one in the spring in May for, for all the prospects that had a you know winter season or a baseball season or something that was conflicting with that first opening. Yep. So we went back after being on this big strict diet to gain weight. And he went back and he measured at 6'3", 197. And the, the cool thing about it, because he had trained so hard and put so much more effort into football, his first spark score was only like a, I think it was like a 79, I want to say. And then he went back and he actually, you know, gained 21 pounds and his spark score jumped to a 10, I was like a 103 or 101, which I think is pretty decent. But he, he ended up, you know, putting on some good weight, stronger, faster. Um, all his numbers went up. So it was good. But then, you know, after the opening, Zach and I decided to drive up to go visit some local schools around there. It is, and this is a funny, I, I think I've told you this before, but one of the schools we went to visit was Cal, right? Because it was in Oakland. So we did an unofficial to Cal. We had talking to one of the coaches there, took us on unofficial, looked around. At the end of it, we, we sat in his office and, you know, I was honest. I was like, hey, is there any interest with Zach? And basically told me, um, no, there wasn't. That they had a local quarterback that was going to commit. They were expecting a commitment from him any day. They liked Zach, but there really wasn't a high level of interest. And so I was like, okay. And then I, I said, well, 
we're coming back for your camp in like, I think it was like three weeks from now or two weeks from now. And, you know, we've already paid for the camp. I've got a hotel, I've got a rent a car, got flights. And I said, should we still come? And he says, no. And I was like, I'm thinking to myself, my son is that far off their radar that they're not even interested to look at him on my dime, right? And I'm just like, geez. I said, uh, can you can you guys refund my money at least in the camp? And he's like, absolutely. So he gave me the, the money back. So we, we go home. We had gotten the you know the refund from Cal, and we decided to kind of flip around our schedule. So now we're in like full mode. We're like almost to June, and we're really trying hard to get Zach recruited. So we come up with this crazy schedule, and this would have never happened without Cal doing this. But our original schedule was we're going to go from Cal, do a day camp there, and then we're going to fly down to USC, do a camp there, and then we had this big schedule. But instead, what we did is we ended up driving to Boise. And we've been talking a little bit to Boise, but not a lot. And um, we get to Boise. Zach does the camp there, and he does really well at the camp and, you know, throws really well and whatever. And they, they actually ended up doing like a, like a semi-private workout at the camp with Zach, and they ran through some stuff, and he did really well. So at the end of the camp, the very next morning, we're on a flight to, to go to Southern California to, to go to the USC camp. And they offer him in the car on the way to USC camp. And the only reason we were going to USC camp, not because they were recruiting them, because they, they weren't, but we were talking to Hawaii and Fresno State and some other schools, and they were all at the USC camp. So we get to USC. Zach just got his Boise State offer. It's like his you know first really big offer. And we do that camp. And, you know, nothing really happens at that camp. But then later that afternoon, we drive after that camp. We drive and we do the UCLA camp. And then that's where I ran into you. Yeah. And you guys sped off because you had to catch a flight. I mean, th your schedule that summer was uh, among the most loaded I've ever encountered for a quarterback specifically, especially one that was on the rise, right? One that had just started to focus fully on, on football. And we're going to get into a little bit more on that here on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. We're going to take a short break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I want to talk to you about the CBS Sports mobile app. As you know, it's my go-to for live scores and breaking news, but it's NFL Draft Week, and I wanted to let you in on a little football fan hack. If you don't have the app, you can download it at your mobile app store. The CBS Sports app is always totally free. Once you have the app, or if you have the app already, make sure your NFL team news and draft alerts are on via the setting screen. It takes about five seconds. You'll not only get updates on each pick your team makes, but also when the pick is in, breaking news if your team makes a big trade, and lightning fast analysis like draft grades and player comps on each of your team's draft selections. The CBS Sports app is the best way to never miss an NFL draft moment. So if you haven't yet, fire open the CBS Sports mobile app and get your mobile war room ready ahead of the action, which kicks off 
tonight. It is NFL Draft Day, and we're joined by Mike Wilson. He is the father of Zach Wilson, a BYU star, and we're kind of turning the, the clock back. We're pulling the curtain back on, on his recruitment, his development. And we left off, Mike, at him, you know, and kind of that charge that he was making towards his senior year. So I see him a couple weeks later after that UCLA camp at the all Poly camp. And he had just committed to Boise State after landing that offer. I think he had settled and, and realized, man, this is going to be a good situation for me. I remember, you know, seeing him pull up and those are two a day practices uh, at the all poly camp in about 110 degree weather, I want to say. I mean, it, it's hot, it's humid uh, in the middle of Salt Lake City uh, every summer. It's a full pads camp. So those guys are, are getting ready for their fall season. But he had just committed to Boise State, decked out in, in, in Broncos gear. He had a blue shirt on, I remember. And, um, you know, he, he was pretty excited, but there were a lot of college coaches there still. And obviously recruiting is never done until the, the players sign on that dotted line. But he, he actually also was able to go out to Texas for a few events. Tell us what that was like, that, that trip down to the Lone Star State. Real quick, though, I know we left on the other one, so I'm going to go back with that Boise just real quick. So we went from Boise to USC. We drove to UCLA, ran into UCLA. That same night, we got on another flight, flew to Arizona State, and did the Arizona State camp there on a Sunday. Then we had another flight to – we were supposed to go to North Carolina, South Carolina, because he was talking to North Carolina. So it was like a, it was a crazy trip. But while we were waiting in Arizona State, we decided to – you know, we just talked about the Boise State offering. He really fell out of the program. So he decided to commit. But a few weeks after this trip, we had already had this big Texas trip. So he was already committed to Boise State, but we had already planned this whole Texas thing. So we had already spent the money and decided to do it. So we flew into Fort Worth um, and we had been talking to Indiana or he had been talking to Indiana and Indiana wanted us to come out to their camp, but we decided to not to go there. It was just too far and too expensive. So they said they were going to be a Texas A&M camp. So we, we flew to Fort Worth, drove up and we did the Baylor camp in the morning. And all of a sudden, Baylor was really interested in Zach. And then that same afternoon, we drove, I don't know, I can't remember how long it was, but we drove and did the Texas A&M camp and met Indiana there. Had a really good experience with them. We thought they were going to offer it. They didn't. And then the very next morning we woke up, we did the Houston camp. And then we, you know, Zach ran into Brian Johnson at the camp. They really liked him. Again, we thought they were going to offer. They never did. Next morning we woke up. And we did, um, this is Sunday morning now, I believe. We did the rice camp. Never had spoken to anybody there. And they actually offered Zach on the spot. And we're like, cool. Well, then that's later afternoon, we drove and we did the Texas camp. So we literally hit, it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We hit, what was that? It was Baylor, Texas A&M one day, Houston by itself, and then Rice and Texas all in the same weekend. We had five camps, three days in the same weekend, traveling through Texas. So it was, just, you know, it's quite a whirlwind and very expensive, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I, I get. I guess at this point, we we can't really say that he was flying under the radar because because he was flying everywhere trying to open the eyes of college coaches. I know Minnesota also had some interest. What did you hear from Coach PJ Fleck and the Gophers during the process? So Minnesota was starting to recruit Zach. Right, I can't remember the coach's name, but it was a quarterback coach, offensive coordinator, nice guy. They had been talking a lot, and you know, we didn't know anything about. Minnesota, the coaches or anything, but apparently PJ Fleck had just been hired on at Minnesota, had a great season, I guess that where, whatever school he came from, I can't remember, but he, um, he had this big thing where he would always talk about row the boat and Zach didn't know what it was. And I didn't know what it was. We had no idea what it was. And so then you had some bunch of conversations. And at the end, 
their big sale was to, to get PJ Fleck on the phone with Zach. So he gets on the phone with Zach and, you know, they're talking for a few minutes and all this stuff. And he keeps talking about row the boat, row the boat. And Zach, Zach looks at me. He's like, what does row the boat mean? And I'm just like, I, I have no idea. So at the end of this big, long conversation with them, you know, PJ's like, you know, laying it on hard. And he was a great guy, great motivator. And he goes, Zach, you ready to row the boat with me? And Zach goes, I'm sorry, coach. I can't row the boat. <laughs> he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't even know what, <laughs> you know, because we didn't know anything about, you know, PJ Fleck and Minnesota. And so what's crazy is after we hung up, we went and watched all these videos. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Zach, bro, you got to row the boat. I was like, you missed it, bro. You know, and so it was just a. You know, it was just a little funny, quick story. Mike, you're from Hawaii. How did you not know how to row the boat? I guess I didn't understand what it really meant, right? <laughs> you know, his whole meaning behind row the boat. So once we watched the videos and, you know, got, got acquainted with his history, we got it. But, you know, so now it's a pretty, pretty funny joke in our family about rowing the boat. You know, you mentioned the earlier uh, that tidbit about, you know, the possibility of being able to play some safety at BYU. And, and I think that's how much Coach Kalani Sataki liked him, right, to... Uh, to, you know, obviously not being able to offer a quarterback, but I like this kid so much that I still want him on my team. And I think that's that's what ultimately really gave Zach that comfort as as things approached for his signing day. Uh, I remember speaking to him about the relationship he had built with those coaches, uh, the new offensive coordinator, Je Jeff Grimes, the vision that they had for him, the trust that, that he could take that next step and compete for early playing time. And obviously he proved them right by getting on there, working hard and, and earning that job. And, and really, I guess at that point, taking off. When you think back at, at his decision to flip from Boise State to BYU late in the process, I think right before National Signing Day, what was a, a big component for him? And, and how did he view that opportunity as, as a chance to maybe catapult his own football career? You know, those were some very difficult times for us as a family, just trying to figure it all out. But going back to Kalani real quick, he had a previous relationship with him. When Kalani was at Utah, he was, you know, defense coordinator, linebacker coach down there. And Zach had always gone to the youth camps, right? And I used to coach him. They used to call me and say, hey, Mike, can you come coach? And, um, you know, we'll let Zach in for free kind of thing or however it worked out. I can't remember. But and so I'd coach and we got to know them back in the day. And um, it, it just... Uh, you know, so we kind of had a, a previous relationship. And then later, you know, Zach's senior year, we didn't hear anything for BYU. I mean, nothing. So, like, they didn't come watch him play at all. They hadn't text us at all. No calls. Not even a well, letter. Well, why former. would they? You were you were a former Utah fam, uh, Utah uh, player and, and uh, yep. Utah family, a season ticket holders, wearing red everywhere across town. I mean, I don't blame them, I guess, right? Yep, yep. Get that, but, you know, I'm – I'm just like, geez, right here in their backyard, they can't come watch him throw. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I get it, right? But then Utah, on the other hand, wasn't showing us any love either. Like, they never even came and watched Zach throw. And I, I take that back. Somebody from Utah or BYU did watch Zach throw. Uh, I think Tuiaki came out and watched him once. And maybe the offensive coordinator did. But still, wasn't a lot of interest. Plus, you know, I don't know how happy BYU was. Is uh, You know, if you look at their two rivals they probably have, it's probably Utah, for sure, and then Boise State. And so... We were a Utah family, and now we're committed to Boise State. So there was absolutely no contact, right? They didn't want any part of us. So I get it. But, you know, going through the whole season, Zach had a decent senior year. He had gotten hurt. Otherwise, I, I still believe we, we would have won the state championship. We lost in the semifinals. But during that senior season, that's when he started to get some other interests. We got Syracuse. He got Minnesota. Oh, we got Iowa shortly after the season. But 
you're starting to get more and more offers and more and more interest. And so at the time, he was still committed to Boise State, and that's where he wanted to. That's where he wanted to be. We weren't soliciting offers or you know trying to contact anybody. It was schools reaching out. And so you know, kind of fast forwarding, maybe man, I want to say it's maybe three weeks before signing day, maybe two, something like that, somewhere in that time frame. But um, BYU had played their last regular season game, and I guess Kalani had let go of the whole offensive staff. Everybody was gone. So that was on a Monday, and I remember getting a call from Kalani on a Wednesday. So two days after everybody's uh, let go. And the first thing he says to me is, Mike, I'm sorry. And I'm like, what? And Zach's still committed 100% to the Boise State. He's like, I'm sorry. I was like, we made a mistake. I wanted Zach. I always wanted Zach. I wanted to be our quarterback. And I'm like, bro. I was like, it's like three weeks away from signing day. And in fact, I want to say we were up against the very last recruiting weekend where you could, you know, go on visits. And Zach had taken a couple of visits. We've taken a Boise State visit. And that weekend, we actually believe we had a um, – yeah, I might be getting the dates a little bit mixed up. But but that weekend, we actually had an Iowa visit scheduled. We were on our way to Iowa. You had called me the night before. I, re- I remember – I mean, I, I'm getting older and my memory is a little fading kind of. But I do remember you giving me a call saying, hey, we're actually going to take an official visit to Iowa, which, you know, obviously never happened either. Yep, yep. So we're supposed to go to Iowa. And this is a crazy story too, so – Zach had been getting all these DMs from Iowa, um, I'm sure 247 guys and rival guys or whatever. And so he hadn't answered any of them. But then I said, hey, just just get on there. Just answer some of these questions real quick. So he just gets on and you know says pretty generic stuff. Excited to come out and visit. Excited for the opportunity and look at the program. Basic stuff. What happened is all these guys put out a bunch of articles that Zach was coming on a recruiting visit. This was on a Wednesday. The articles all came out Thursday. And... I, you know, I see a couple of the articles. I don't think anything of them. Well, then Thursday night, I get home from an AAU game with my other younger boy, walk in and I get a call from the Iowa coach, uh, quarterback coach. And he's like, Mike, Spencer Petrus just committed to us. And I'm like, okay. I was like, well, I'm literally packing right now. Like I was literally packing my bags. because Our flight was leaving at eight in the morning. And he's like, so unless Zach wants to commit right now, we're going to take his we're going to take his um, commitment. And I said, I, I was like, there's no way I can send my kid to, to Iowa without seeing it. You know, we don't know anything about it. I was like, we're coming tomorrow morning. Can't you guys just wait a day and just see? And they said, we can't. So we just were like, okay. So we got to like, I unpacked obviously, right? And I was just like, that is just the weirdest thing that ever happened. And then I, and then I blamed myself because I said, I shouldn't have had Zach answer any of those reporters because they came out with articles, which I'm sure the kid read and decided to commit before Zach went on his visit. So we kind of left it alone. And this was the last weekend for a recruiting visit. I started texting Kalani and I said, hey, Iowa just fell through. Can Zach come on a visit? And he's like, absolutely. They had a recruiting visit already scheduled that weekend. So they get Zach in on it. You know, we go on the recruiting visit. But so about a week before this is remember when Kalani had called me. So this conversation is pretty funny because he, he, you know, me and him have that conversation. And I talked to him for probably an hour, hour and a half and at the end of the conversation, I walk into my bedroom and my wife's, you know, sitting there and she's like, who was that? And I'm like, what well, I was Kalani from BYU. And she's like, hell no, it is way <laughs> too late. Where the hell have they been all this time? She's like, we've spent too much time, effort, money, energy and all this stuff. And she's like, it's too late. She's like, I don't even want to hear it. She goes, we're not going down there. It's done. And I'm like, well, he wants to meet with you. And she's like, no, I'm not going. And I'm like, well, he wants to meet with you. I was like, you're not going to go. And so, 
So after some convincing, I convinced Lisa to go up to, uh, we go up to BYU on Friday. And we spend literally five hours down there meeting with Kalani, the staff, you know, everybody else, just, you know, just, just, it was just, it was just an unofficial. At the end of it, Kalani's big, big thing to her was um, just, just, you know, just come on an official visit. And we're like, well, we can't, there is none. So then you fast forward like a week later, that's when the Iowa thing happened. So we ended up going on an official visit and we, we do the whole weekend. And there's a lot of great people at BYU. And then we decided, or at the very thing, we had a, a last minute meeting with Kalani on our way out, like an exit meeting. And in that meeting, it says to my wife, Zach can be home every Sunday for dinner. She goes, we believe in family first. We don't do anything on Sundays. It's part of our, you know, the, the church. And so he will be home every Sunday for dinner. And my wife, that was it. That's what got that's, it. I mean, that's a great way to win over a, a mom in a recruitment, right? Just tell her yep. that her son's going to be home and you're going to be able to hang out with him every weekend. Yep. When that happened, you know, then that's when, you know, you know, mom was kind of, you know, swaying Zach and, you know, I, I can't help but, you know, feel the same way. You know, obviously I don't want to lose my boy. He's just 18 and love to be around him. And, and, you know, so we, he ended up decommitting from Boise. And as soon as he decommitted from Boise, he started getting even more interest, which was crazy. Indiana calls the, I remember they called the day of signing and said, Hey, we noticed you haven't signed yet. You have an offer if you want to come. I don't even think I told you about that one, but, and we, we just kind of like, no. And then, you know, Colorado state had offered late. And, Cal know, offered <laughs> Cal, which, which was, had offered a refund for Zach Wilson, not to camp yeah. with the golden bears ended up offering two days before signing day. Yeah. Well, so this is funny. So uh, I don't, I can't remember the timing, but it was on that official weekend. So the, I don't know if you remember that last official weekend is really close to signing day. We're sitting at dinner with BYU and Zach is texting the, the coaches from Cal. And as he's texting them, which they had no interest before, they just decided to offer him because there was another quarterback. You remember, um, was it JT Shroud? Yeah, JT Shroud, who who at that time flipped to Tennessee. Yeah, he was committed to Cal, flipped to Tennessee. So now all of a sudden Cal needed a quarterback and they were all over Zach because he had just committed, decommitted from Boise State. So they ended up offering. And then while we're sitting there at dinner again, I swear no more than 15 minutes later, um, he gets a call from Oregon State. And remember Spencer Petrus, who took the Iowa offer that Zach might have taken, he was committed to Oregon State. He decommitted from Oregon State and went to Iowa. Iowa, yeah. So then now Oregon State was looking for a quarterback, and they offered Zach. So all these schools were just coming in and flooding in, and you know that was probably on like a, a Saturday. And then so Sunday in the exit interview, that's when you know Kalani gave us a speech, and you know I was giving Kalani some crap in that meeting. I was like, hey, you remember when you offered Zach as a safety? And he's like, yeah. He goes. He goes, he goes, I got to tell you a funny story because there's only been two guys in my history that have been played quarterback that I've offered as safeties. And I said, he goes, one is Zach, obviously. And he goes, the other is Marcus Mariota. He goes, I really like Marcus, but we didn't think he was a quarterback. And he ended up just proving us all wrong, just like Zach has done. We believe he's a quarterback. And so, you know, you guys all know Marcus's story. And then now, now Zach has a story that he's a quarterback. So I, I thought it was pretty interesting that Kalani offered two quarterbacks that, you know, Got, are going to get drafted or got drafted 
um, and they, you know, as, as safeties. So, yeah, uh, that's, that's remarkable. So if Kalani Sataki offers you as a safety, uh, you're, you're locked in as a first round <laughs> NFL draft pick at quarterback exactly. guaranteed a lot exactly. of wild twists and turns there, Mike, we really appreciate you hopping on to sharing this story. And, and obviously the journey is just beginning for Zach Wilson as, uh, you guys enter the NFL draft process. So really appreciate you hopping on and, and enjoy NFL draft weekend and congratulations to to Zach and the whole family. I really appreciate it, Blair. Sure, we'll still be in contact with my other, I got three other boys, right? I still got two in high school, so we'll still see each other every week. Yeah, so you've got Isaac, who's a 2024 quarterback who we've already seen on the camp circuit several times. You've got Josh already at BYU at linebacker. You've got Micah, a 2022 linebacker who's already committed to BYU. So uh, maybe we'll we'll have you on the show. You'll become a guest of the podcast, hopefully uh, in the future as well. Mike, appreciate you and enjoy NFL Draft Weekend. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it, Blair. All right, that is Mike Wilson, former defensive tackle at Utah and the father of Zach Wilson. That will do it for us this week. Make sure you check back with us next week. Enjoy NFL Draft Weekend, everyone, here at 24-7 Sports.